This is the McGavin Fries Movie Podcast. Hi, I'm Gavin. I'm Ian. <laughs> uh, and uh, this is our John Wick Chapter 2 review. If you would like to get in touch with us, if you have any comments, you can email us at podcast at mcgavinfries.com. That's podcast at mcgavinfries.com. You, you can, can also get us on Twitter. <laughs> you can get us on Twitter. I'm at Gaviap. I'm at McNasty Prime. And you can also get at... Uh, McGavin Fries as well to leave comments there that we can read out in the show. If you want to follow us on Instagram, he's still McNasty Prime. I'm at GaviaUp77. Yeah, because you're a fool. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so we are proudly sponsored by GreenRoom136.com. And this week and for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be running a competition where you can win a Metromonger bag. It's a compact design, single urban strap bag. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome bag. It'll do pretty much anything you ask it to do. I think that's slightly overselling it. Yeah. Might not make you dinner. Well, you know, probably not. But uh, it does all sorts of things. Like, it uh, it does your laundry. It uh, fucking... It fits you know, a MacBook 13-inch. Thir- it, 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 it irons your uh, your your shirts. It all carries your things stuff. Like that. Yeah. The things I'm saying are real. The things Gavin is saying are fake news. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just merely providing alternative facts about what this bag can do. Alternative facts off, will you? <laughs> so... To win this bag, what you got to do is email us at podcast at com with what property or franchise you would like to see a Lego movie of. That's right. So if you would like to see the John Wick Lego movie, if you'd like to see the Highlander Lego movie, if you'd like to see the Goonies Lego movie, whatever uh, property you would like to see done as a Lego movie, give us your choice along with an explanation as to why you think this movie should be made. Yeah, because if it makes us laugh, we'll give you a bag. That's right. So the, <laughs> the explanation that makes us laugh the most wins, and yeah. we shall uh, re- we shall read that shit out on our on our uh, podcast as when we announce the winner. As adjudicated by Trina, you will be gay. You'll be the judge, jury, and executioner of who laughs the most. I will. Yeah, thank you, Trina. The lovely Trina there. All right. So getting into our review. Yes, John Wick. Right, chapter two. Welcome to Rome. Is this a formal event or a social affair? Social. How many buttons? Two. And what style? Typical. Mr. Wick, do enjoy your party. Okay, well... John Wick, the first John Wick was uh, very much a sleeper hit. Nobody yeah. really saw it coming. It no. Kind of, it kind of came out of nowhere. And even the uh, the directors uh, in in interviews, <laughs> no, I think they were uh, they were interviewing the producer uh, Basil Iwanek, I think his name is, and he was saying that they didn't think anything was going to happen with the movie. They yeah. thought like at most it'll be like a cool little genre flick, but they weren't expecting anything to happen with yeah. it. Even to the point where Keanu Reeves was like saying like, oh, I think I'm going to go into TV. Yeah. And, like you remember at one point they were announcing that he was going to go into. Uh, cable TV uh, uh, for the the Rain series. No, oh, right. There was uh, this character John Rain. Like Keanu Reeves just has this thing with characters named John. Yeah. But there's this uh, series of novels uh, called the, the like John uh, Speed called the Rain series, where this guy John Rain, he's like this half Japanese, half American assassin who goes around killing people. Sounds <laughs> sounds kind of John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was being developed along with um, uh, Chad Stahelski and I think D- David Leach is his name. 
uh, who were the directors of the first John Wick film, and they were developing the Rain TV series with Keanu Reeves. So one of them is when, the, when you're the, thinking the other, the when you're thinking is... of doing like a when you're thinking of going into TV, if you're a big star like Keanu Reeves and you're thinking of going into TV, and even um, Chad Stahelski and and David Leach, like after John Wick was over, they both took second unit directing jobs. They yeah, didn't. Yeah. They did. They did not. Think, this is a fun side project. <laughs> you know, they were like, oh well, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Nobody expected this movie to be as awesome as it was. Yeah. And what was awesome about even it, the guys making it didn't know it was awesome. How no, no, I mean, no, I mean, like they thought it was cool and everything, but, but they thought it was a B movie. But they thought that at most it's like okay, it's kind of like a little bit of an arty action flick. Something may happen with it, something may not. Because yeah. when they made the film, even when it premiered at Fantastic Fest, they did not have a, dis- uh, a distributor yet. Lionsgate didn't come on until quite late in the game. Mm. And when Lionsgate sort of took the film, that was when they rushed the release because the release following the Fantastic Fest uh, premiere, was quite short. Mm. You know, they were like, we have this little window where we can release the film. You know, do you, let, let's try and release the film. And they released the film. And when the film came out, it was a moderate hit. It made like about 48 million, just under 50 million at the domestic box office. I think it made about just under 90 million in the international box office. But it was a $20 million budget. Yeah. Um, can you say return on investment? Yeah. <laughs> but where the movie really took off was in DVD and Blu-ray and cable. Digital downloads. And digital and downloads and cable. I mean, that was where it really, really found its audience. And it was at that point where Lionsgate said, hey, let's do, let's do another one. Yeah. And, I mean, I was a little nervous about doing another I mean, I wanted to see another one because yeah. I, I thought John Wick was awesome and I thought it was, you know, it, it it's Most one of, it's headshots one, ever. Yeah. But it's one of those movies that, Keanu Reeves is one of those actors is that when he's not used right, it's quite bad. Yeah. But when he's used right, when he finds a vehicle that really knows how to use him. Yeah. You, there's no, it's there, sublime. There, there's no one quite like him. No. <laughs> and this was a perfect sort of mesh of everything that was great about what you loved about him and what you loved about action films. And, you know, the fact that it was being directed by people who had been doing stunt work for years, like Chad Stahelski was uh, Keanu Reeves' stunt double yeah. in the first Matrix. Yeah. They've got a history with this guy going way back, and they know what he, they, they, they know more than pretty much anyone exactly what he can do yeah. physically. But there's also, I read a profile on him, and they were talking about like his whole career and like ups and downs and everything, and the bike company and everything. Yeah, he runs. yeah, yeah. And yeah. the bike company guy was like, fuck off. Yeah, and then he talks to him about. Like, I want you to build me a bike, and like, then he talked about him, and he was like, oh, "Okay, you're cool. Let's form a company." Yeah, like they yeah. just—it's cool. And now Keanu Reeves has. He wanted own, a sissy own... bar. He wanted a sissy bar on his bike, and That's the dude's right. like, "I don't do sissy bars." And he's like, "Well, <laughs> sissy bars. I don't do." Yeah, yeah. you're Let's right. Talk right, about right. it, and like, and he started out, and it's up. There's an awful lot of interviewing people who worked with him before, and saying how he'd um, they'd see him do preparation that no one needed to do. Yeah, like he prepares a lot. He'd rather take he'll take six months before another job and like not do other projects just to learn a language or do something to yeah, mess yeah. around or get so, physically. So it was stuff. the same thing with like the first John Wick and also with this one is like there were a lot of actors. Not to say that like they couldn't get other actors, but it was like you need to dedicate like four to five months of training, unpaid training, yeah. <laughs> before we even start shooting. You know, just to learn how to do this shit. Yeah, and a lot of actors aren't willing to do that because yeah. they want to take another job or whatever. And it really shows on screen. Yeah. It does, it does. But enough about John Wick 1. Yes. <laughs> um, so, 
What I like about this is that it doesn't do the whole sort of like two years later or five years later. It literally it, takes place directly after because it's a plot point I forgot about the first movie. That's right. Like he never got his he car never back. got his car back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and the, and the beautiful thing because is because the car that fucking like John Leguizamo <coughs> gave him was so cool. You just figure, oh, that's was it. John Leguizamo was the it was the Continental gave him a car. No, 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 no. John Leguizamo gave him a car first. Didn't he get no, a car? No, no, John Legu- no, no. John Didn't Leguizamo crashed, and then the Intercontinental said, "There's a car. There's a car. I can't, I can't do Lance, Lance, Lance. Possibly, possibly. Lance. But you know, like John Leguizamo gave him the car. Like after his car, Lance Reddick. Like, I can't do Lance Reddick. Yeah, yeah. But they gave him a car as well. I think. Yes. But either way, it just takes off, and it's like obviously it's not the car. It's the point. Yes. It's a photo of his lovely wife. Yes. And Peter Stomarde. That's right. So, so the second one starts off like just a few days, a few days later. A few after. minutes, who knows? No, no, no. It was a few days. It was like a few days. A few days after the events of the first one, um, he's still suffering from the repercussions of it. You know, you kill a bunch of people in part one. There's he's still, gonna, yeah. there's still a, there's still a whole bunch of people you still need to kill after that to deal with the people that you killed in the first one. And now he's trying to get his car back. And that is this crazy car foo opening sequence. It's great. Which is great. It's yeah, great. It's that and, high. And, and, and there's something about, like, I mean, I love action movies. You know, I, I'm a big fan of all of the cheesy action stars of yesteryear. I fucking love Van Damme. I love yeah. Chuck Norris. I love Steven Seagal. I mean, like, Steven Seagal, from what I understand, he's an asshole. But, mm. like, the, um, you know, those early movies he made, Hard to Kill, Mark for Death, Out for Justice, all that shit. Also, they're all, like, you can all, also- all of the titles are done in such a way that you can say, Steven, Steven Seagal, Seagal is yeah. Mark for Death, Out for right, Justice. That's right. You know, um, was it you know far down below? No. Oliver Oliver Grunier, you know, like Jeff Fahey, all of these guys. I, I love Fahey. Them. Jesus, every Fahey. fucking time. Fahey, 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 Fahey sounds Fahey. nicer. That's his name, Fahey. You always contradict me. I was right. Anyway, so Peter Stomare. So these guys have taken this action aesthetic that they did in the first one, where it's like wide shots, long takes, where you see what everyone's doing, and they're just taking it to the next level. And after thing. going through a 2017 rife with shitty action movies that are action <laughs> movies, fucking, and half of them star Ruby Rose. I mean, okay, Triple X, every time Donnie, Donnie ends on screen, you can see exactly what's happening because I think he choreographed the, the right, scenes. Right. Uh, fucking, Resident Evil, the final chapter, which isn't the fucking final chapter. You might as well stick your head in a blender when the action's going on for all you can see. You can't see anything. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. shot like, we're going to try and do Born, but we have no idea why that worked or how it worked. So what we're going to do is we're going to throw the, the camera in a bin and we're going to shake that bin while someone walks in front of it and cut it to look like an action fight. Well, I mean, this is so not that. Yeah. And that is, I, no, seriously, it's been a rough fucking January. What was it? There was, there was Underworld as well was the same. Mm-hmm. There's like two good shots. In Wonderworld. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they fuck them up as well. So it's it, like knowing when to distance your camera so you can see exactly how fucking cool that movie was. Now, this has, to be honest, to be fair, this has, they've worked through the coolness. I mean, the, those other movies, they didn't work through the coolness. Yeah. They didn't get the cool in there. They just try to cover it up with shitty camera work. Yeah. This is like, okay, what he's going to do right now is cool. So we're going we're to take the camera. I'm going to move it six feet back. So yeah. you can see exactly how fucking awesome that is. And when he does the final move, then we're going to move in a bit and you can see how cool that is. And yeah. you're going to understand the flow of every single flight. And you're not going to be wondering, like, how do they get on top of the roof? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to understand it. It's a beautiful flow of logic, understanding editing. Well, I think, uh, also in addition to that, what, what differentiates the John Wick films from the action in John Wick films from other action films is that these, the, these, this director understands that that action is part of story. Yeah. Action is part of character. It's not a speed bump in the story. Yeah. You know, if you look at some other action films, you know, it's like, okay, it's story, story, story. Okay, we're going to have an action sequence yeah. now. And the action sequence. All stop. Action sequence. Yes. Whereas this one, 
action is story, action is character. Yeah. And that, also, nothing else happens apart from action. <laughs> well, that's not entirely true. I mean, like, there's... Like, Some conversations like, like, happen. Like, I know, I really like how they managed to bring him back into it. Okay, the thing is, is that you are never going to have the emotional resonance that you did in the first one. No. Because there's no... They killed his fucking dog, man! There's no... They killed his fucking dog! There's no topping killing a puppy. No. In terms of just emotional resonance, you see, you know, you see these people kill a puppy, and after that, you're like, I hope to God Keanu Reeves kills every motherfucker in this movie. And he did. Whereas, whereas this one is slightly different, and yeah. this one is more, in, this is a more intelligent way rather than emotional way and of if, having it happen because it refers back to that impossible task yeah. that he was given. And, and in also, order to do that impossible task, he needed someone's help. He needed, a, was it a blood marker? Yeah. So the first movie had this whole. It was very background, but it was a beautiful setup of this weird world of uh, assassins and killers. Mm. Of like, the Continental is hallowed ground. You do not fight in the Continental, wherever mm-hmm. it may be, the hotel. Mm-hmm. And um, Like a side note, I hear they do want to do like a, a John Wick prequel TV series. I would rather scrap that and just do a Continental TV series. Yeah. We're yeah. just coming in every week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And get different people and, coming you know, through. Yeah, you know, because then you don't need to worry about some poor schmuck having to fill Keanu Reeves' yeah, shoes. Fuck that, no. You know, I mean, like, and it, if you do it week by week, and it's a different hitman all the time, you can get big name actors. Exactly, exactly. You can get Bill Paxton. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna do now? Huh? What the fuck are we gonna do? <laughs> you just get Ian McShane's on TV before. There's so many people you could get. Yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, okay, what are you saying? So what I was I say is the first movie had this like nice background to it, where like you're you're wondering what's the gold coins. Mm. What's with this hotel? What's going on here? What's with these kind of like, they're, they're talking around like everyone knows who John Wick is and he knows who everyone is and what is this? What is this? What is this? <laughs> and, uh, what is that from? That's from, this is from so many things. Just, Christmas. just continue. It's from, oh, it's from Nightmare for Christmas. Yes. What's this? What's what this? this? Yeah. Not what is this? What's this? <laughs> okay. Pardon my diction, sir. But, um, <laughs> in this one, they expand on that. There, you know, there's a little bit more to it. There's two rules now. No bloodshed on continental grounds, and you gotta honor a blood marker. So, and I watched it twice. The second time, I was like figuring out what this happened. But uh, the, the the new bad guy um, Santino, he's like, I would have left the marker because you were out. There's this idea of honor. Like he, John Wick's impossible task. He needed the help of somebody, so he gave him a blood marker, which is a thing they do. Yeah, it's like I'll give you a blood marker. I owe you one yeah. favor, and I will do whatever you ask for. You know, but now something's come up, and I no, need you to do something. I need you to do something, and because you're back, because yeah. everyone's saying you're back, yes, and you're saying you're, you're thinking you're back. I'm gonna call in this. I debt. was gonna leave you alone, but yeah. John Wick One happened. Yeah, so I'm so thinking you're back. You you got to do this shit for me, yeah. and that is what kicks the plot of the sequel into motion. Yeah, and I really like that. And what I really liked about it is, and the directors have talked about this in interviews, is that they said like, okay, when it comes to a sequel, you you know, you can go bigger and, you know, bigger and better. Aliens, aliens. You know, but you don't necessarily know if that's going to work. So what they decided to do was, let's go deeper. Yeah. And what you loved about the, uh, the under, the assassin underworld in the first one, they expand on that really nicely yeah. in this one. They, uh, they open the world up in a really nice way and it's got this really cool retro vibe that's very nice. There's two shots, uh, both involving glass. Which yes. seem very much like an 80s action flick. The second one has where a guy jumps through a glass window or a mirror. Yeah. And you see that shot three times. So it goes, yeah. which is very 80s action yeah. movie. Yeah. Like considering how the rest of it is not hitting that aesthetic. It's not trying for that aesthetic. It's got its own aesthetic. Yeah. But those moments were like, yeah, I remember those shots. Remember when the car would blow up and you'd see it from every different angle? Yeah. yeah you'd see yeah. like times. <laughs> you'd see the pristine car yeah. blow up and then you see yeah. it from another angle. Yeah. Another yeah, angle. Yeah, another yeah. angle. 
And uh, that's genius. And uh, dear God, he kills a lot of people. He does. He does. There's some considerable carnage in this. Uh, I, I won't talk about how he kills people because I think that because that's something that you should watch yeah. and just you know. But you remember that joke from uh, Hot Shots Part Two, where they talk about like you know there's a running score at the end near the end where he's killing people. Yes, it's like yes, yes, yes. More kills than Robo. Yes, than, yes, uh, yes, yes, Than yes. Robocop. More kills than Total Recall. More kills than Rambo. Ding, 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 ding. High score. John Wick is the new high score. Like he's seriously like the number of people, and he still has that. The, one of the most beautiful things in the first one is no one ever gets back up. John yeah. Wick is never worried about what's behind him. Yeah. Because, and even in this, the <laughs> certain he makes people, sure they're fucking he makes dead. sure they're dead. Like even guys get shot six times in the chest. They fall down. He goes to kill three other guys, but he still comes back to that one guy. He's out of frame. He comes back over mm-hmm. double tap. Yeah. Every time. And it's beautiful to watch. Now, one thing I felt it lost a little bit in this one from the first one. Cause the fr- one of the things I want to do was make sure that the, the realism was kept. Whereas like when you run out of clips, you're out of clips, right? Yeah. Or you're out of bullets. Yeah. So like, I did lose myself in the museum scene near the end, especially. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him pick up the guns or change mags as often, yeah. but I'm sh- I'm pretty sure that that's the feeling they wanted to go for. So like he does always make sure that he doesn't. Well, that was cool. Bullets. That was cool. Like you know, he there was this one bit where he only has so many bullets, and there's this really cool sequence where you see him like just switching guns, switching yeah. guns, switching guns. There's a scene and where I, he I has like seven that. bullets. There's, there's one point where he even throws a gun at yes, someone. Yes, and it's brilliant. I love that. So good. Great. Like and, that, has, and that bit you were talking about where he where he just checks the oh, so he this, checks the chamber. This is the thing I've never seen in any movie. He just picks up a gun, holds it in one hand. I don't even know what the other hand is doing, and he just like uses his thumb to pull back the hammer. Yeah. And check it and then pop it back into place. And it's one of the coolest things I've, I've, I've ever ne- seen. I've and I've never, never seen I've never anyone seen do this that. in a movie. You know, and you, I know, I, I know exactly the point. You know, like when that happened, when that happened, I was just like, oh shit. Yeah, like, oh my That's god. That's amazing. What did he just do? Yeah. That was like, I don't know what that is. That's, and in this time of seeing so many action movies and having seen so many films, Triple X had this problem where they were very clearly just running on infinite ammo. They turned on the god sheet, god right. mode. Right, right. Like very clearly. There's handguns where they just fire off, like, they kill, like, 72 people with one handgun and no reload. Mm. He is constantly pulling bullets out and uh, clips, magazines, everything, all that shit. He's constantly doing that stuff. And when he reloads, it's the most stylish reloading. Like, when he's the machine gun, yeah, and he pulls it out and he flips it for the yeah. first time. And the second time, he just, like, as he's as he's turning the gun sideways, he hits the clip to release, the, 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 the switch to release. And just kind of a little hand motion, and it's just flying across the room. Yeah. And it's so cool. And if you've seen the the uh, the video on YouTube of him training, you know that that's him doing mm. it. Like he he's just gotten that good. Like, like he's, it doesn't become a beast. I wasn't even watching to see if there are single takes because you're just like, what? I mean, I was worried about myself halfway through the movie because I was grinning and laughing so much at the bloodshed. I was like. This, I don't think I shouldn't no, be no, laughing at this much no, murder. No, you, no, you're supposed to laugh at it because what what's great about this one is that this one more than the first one actually embraces the fact that they know this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and they embrace that, and especially when he picks up a shotgun. You know, and, and when they, he picks up a shotgun, it's moida. Like, the, like you know, the wife was laughing at sh- at shit that. You know, I mean, like, well, this, the very stuff that you feel guilty laughing about mm. when he, like, rams that guy with the car. Yeah. You know. Oh, that was she, a great fucking she, she laughed harder at that than she did at anything at the Lego Batman movie. Or there's a point where he holds a guy, he's, he, he's got a guy, and he's got him at gunpoint, but he's out of bullets, and he just, like, holds him with the gun, and then yeah, reloads, yeah, reloads, and then blows him away. <laughs> I know, it's fucking great. We should talk about the gearing up scene. So, I mean, so, I don't think you've heard, of, I've not talked about this at all, but there's a video game called Hitman. Well, you're a hitman, you gotta do stuff. And I'm, it's all I'm, about emergent gameplay. I'm familiar That was with the word game. I was looking for you recently. Yeah. Emergent gameplay was this phrase. Where, like, you can, you know, I've seen videos online where they have just, like, you can go to the phone in the hotel, pick it up and say, there's something on my toilet. 
and someone, a bellhop will come up in this video and you're like, what's going on here? And then like, the bellhop goes into the bathroom and the bathroom is just piled to the roof with dead bodies. <laughs> Cause you can just do that in that game. And like, yeah, as long yeah, as you yeah, run yeah. away for a bit, you kill the bellhop, put away. No one knows any better. Yeah. The scene of him like prepping. Yeah. And it has Peter Sheriff in it. Yes. As yes. a sommelier. Yes. Is this sommelier in? As far as I'm aware, he's never out. There's little, <laughs> little moments like this and it's like, yeah. it's just like, oh, is it a day event or a night event? Sorry. Yes. Yes. There's this beautiful, in what style? Oh, the, the suiting up. How many is, buttons? Yeah. You know, how many buttons? Think, I mean, this is all in the trailer. Yeah. This is all there. And it's, it's early on anyway. It's not spoilers. It's just fun stuff. It's yeah. like, and uh, what style? Italian. How many buttons? Two buttons. Uh, pockets or something else. I was like, and what's, you know, what, what was it? Lining. Tactical. Yeah. That moment was like, <laughs> was that in the first one? Yes, he, it was. He did have a, he did have no, a no, 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 no. It wasn't in the first one. He didn't have a tactical suit in the first no, one. No, he no, just, no, no. Because he, he had a strapping on. He had strapped a load of shit yeah, under yeah, his suit. Yeah. He's a slick looking motherfucker though. He looks, I mean, this, again, you talked about them knowing what he can do best. Yeah. What the thing out of all the action and everything else, he looks damn good in a black suit. He does. He, he looks does. so good in a black suit. No, but I think also what really sells it is the fact that, and, and this is kind of funny because, you know, Keanu Reeves gets so much shit yeah. For his acting. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is that he's an acting nerd. He takes this, yeah. he takes this stuff super seriously. He turned down so, Speed 2 to do Hamlet. Hamlet. No, no, he turned down Heat to do Hamlet. Ah! He turned down Speed because he didn't like the script. Yeah, he hated the script. Yeah. Uh, but he turned down... And it was in Canada and it was like, it got rave reviews and also hateful reviews and it was just like, nobody wanted to do the Bart. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he turned down Val Kilmer's role in Heat mm-hmm. to play Hamlet in in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Which says a lot about the guy. Yeah. But like he takes this shit super seriously yeah. and he has this way of delivering these lines <laughs> in you know He doesn't in, have a lot of them in this you one. You know, I mean yeah, but he has more lines in this one than he did in the first one. Yeah. But really? he, he just does it with such seriousness. And the situation is so ridiculous mm. <laughs> that he just sells it. And that is why I can't imagine anyone else no. doing this. Like, you can get, like, another actor to train and all of that, but there's a seriousness that he brings to it, you know, where he... Because you honestly feel that that Keanu Reeves truly believes that this is on par with doing Hamlet. Yeah. You know, and he treats it like that. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's Hamlet with bullets. You know, he's Hamlet if, if Hamlet had a spine. Yeah. <laughs> and a really nice tailored suit. That's right. But, uh, no, I mean, like, I... I loved this movie. I yeah, thought let's, it was... let's talk about the other parts of the cast. So I, I didn't realize it was Common because Common's been in a good. Common's done a bit of acting, quite a bit of acting, and I, I liked yeah. his his role for a while. Yeah, yeah. For for when he turns up and like, and, and they've got the, a really the, the, they've got a really cool fight. Yeah, uh, I love the way the fight ends. No, so it sets your expectation one way. You think I was thinking it was going the way of. Do you remember that Fasho sketch of the longest fight in the world? They would just cut to. They never really do it in their re- reunion tours or shows or anything like that. Yeah, but it would just, just be the Fasho on BBC TV. We just have two guys. Punching each other, and it was like um, they live. Yes, you know that fight yes, scene. Yes, yes, and yes. it's just two that, guys that punching each other, scene, and one guy would get down and get back up and hit the other guy. And that scene it was, was also heady. like the uh, the duel scene in Highlander. Yeah, it's like no, no. Yeah, just keep going. Ugh. And this en- enough, my lord. Yeah. I-, I beseech. <laughs> Bang. And uh, this had that whole thing going, and then it just cuts your expectations off at the knees and goes into a whole other scene, which mm. is great. Yeah, and. Um, Ruby Rose is great. Ian, Ian Winston, uh, not Ian Winston. Ian McShane. Mm. <laughs> is the character's name Ian Winston? Yes. He, he's just great in this. He's just like this, like looming, like there's this whole thing behind him. And even when they have like cheap Italian Ian McShane, yeah, it's like it's like it's a mirror of him. You know, yeah. it's kind of funny thing that yeah, have going yeah. on there. But it's just like this reserve, and that's, a, and that's and that is also another great cameo. Yeah. Why? 
The Italian Ian McShane. What's it, who is it? Franco Nero. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's Django, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, I couldn't get that because I was so worried about his facial hair. His facial hair looked weird. Right, right, right. But I like that about it. Um, it was great to Lance see. Lance Reddick Rick again is just Lance fantastic. Reddick. Of course, you have the Neo Morpheus reunion. Yes! That came out of nowhere. I really <laughs> enjoyed that. The two together it was And like you can great. just tell that, like, Lawrence Fishburne is like, I'm going to overact the shit out of this. That's what he does. Have you, you know, seen Predators? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, please! Yeah, give another gun. It's so, it's so over the top. Um, I would no. like I would like to see a bit more of uh, John Leguizamo though I guess uh, he didn't get to do much but I guess John Wick's going to get his car back at some point yeah yeah you know if they if they do a third one then they're most definitely going to do a third one you think so I, I, has there been any scuttlebutt I meant to look up look this up but has there been any scuttlebutt that they're going to do a third because um, that's something we need to talk about the ending no not in spoiler terms but just in it didn't resolve it resolves its plot points and it resolves it in a way where it's like Oh, no, no, shit. no. I mean, it resolves everything about the plot in this of, movie of this movie. Yeah, but it opens up something else. Yeah. Um, now, if they're doing a, let's just leave it there. I'm horrified. <laughs> I'm intensely annoyed at this, and I might just like make this my worst movie of, the, of all time. <laughs> no, no, that's harsh. I'm I'm on the exact opposite camp. You were happy because like, I've not seen no, any. No, 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 no. I'm on the looked, opposite I, camp in the sense like if they if they leave it there, if they don't do a third one, then I think this is genius. This is the thing because I didn't see anyone talking about the ending in any reviews I saw, and I was like, this that wound me up. I was like, is that it? I don't want that to be it. No, but that's great. No, but I've had no. that. Other movies have done that, and I've done that in a way where I'm like, like the, the first Matrix being a prime example, where you're like, we don't need any more movies. That ending is perfect, and it leaves things open in a beautiful way. No, but I think that this one is. I think this one is just as good. I think that it leaves it wide open for a chapter three. Um, and what I like about the fact that they are not doing like John Wick two, the fact that it is chapter two is that it shows that it is one part of a bigger picture. Yeah. If you think of it as a novel, it's like every chapter, the world just gets bigger and bigger. The story gets bigger and bigger. There's and now so, the world hates John there, Wick. There's so much more than, you know, but but let, without going into spoilers, yeah, yeah. without going into spoilers, you know, I mean, this movie ends leaving John Wick in a, in a place where you're just like, holy shit, where do you go from here? But he also and, gives a line that tells you exactly what he's going to do. Yes, yes. And I like, I like that. If they don't do a chapter three, I love that. I love the fact that they just end it there and it's entirely up to you. If they'd added John Wick will return in John Wick chapter three. That might have allayed my concerns. Yeah, well, me. you can't do that. that's a bit presumptuous. This isn't a fucking, I don't know. It's, you know, you, you don't, you don't know that it's going to do that. Well, it's done well anyway, right? Well, I mean, it, it's, it's doing well. it, it had a good opening weekend. I mean, I I would imagine it's going to have strong legs. If they I, don't do three, I will be pissed. Like, I will be pissed. <laughs> I will be, no, it just, it if just, they, no, like, if they do if they do announce Chapter 3, I'll be excited and at the same time, terrified. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because... When they announce it, yeah, yeah. But, but, but here, I think it was on, on the BFM show, said, like, you know, oh, it's Empire. And it's like, no, Empire ended... There's a, there was an ending there. Mm. Like, you're like, you could just, like, imagine what's happening after that. Yeah. You can imagine what's happening after that and this, but it just felt like it didn't... I don't know, if he pulled his gun, no, like, if he pulled his gun in that last scene and murdered a, mother, a couple of motherfuckers, maybe no, I would no, have no, 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 I, I completely disagree. I really liked how it ended. Hmm. I, did, I, 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 literally, I did. I literally wrote in my notes, is that it? I did not have any problem. No, but you, you see, to me, the, is that it? It's like, you're not gonna, you know, to me, that's great. Hmm. I, I, like no, that. I, I can I see like that. that, but I've seen those films do it in a way that I was like, "Cool," but it just did not hit me the same way. 
No, I'm like, I, I had the complete opposite reaction. I was like, this is awesome. Wow. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we're not going to do spoilers for this one. Yeah. There's no point. I go mean, see, go see, I mean, if you like action films. Yeah. Go see this movie. I mean. It's one of the best action films I've seen in years. There's, uh, there's like a point where it becomes like a video game almost in the, in the catacombs. We're just like yeah. headshotting yeah. people left, right, and center with that shotgun in the AR-15. AR yeah. That's so good. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's the best video game movie ever made without a video game being made. It's, it's one of the best graphic novels put to screen that's never been in print. Yeah. Go see this movie. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's relit. Relit. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. That's been our Megan Price podcast. Do tell your friends so that they can listen into our awesomeness if you like us and, um, like us on Facebook and stuff, maybe. Yeah. That might help. I don't know. Facebook's... Throw us a freaking bone, man. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.